0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Mind and My Creative Business Podcast. I am your host shy Speaks,
1: and I am your host Ron Ironic Lee, and this is the number one podcast for creativepreneurs to gain strategy, structure, and self development.
0: Yeah, I should do a clap sign right there. Like, let's do it. Let's let's clap it up for that. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm so excited because we actually have a guest in the building. As you can see, we have the CEO of Zoe Communications Agency, Ms. Felicia. <laughs> well, if my
2: husband was listening and he will be listening, he would say my name is Mrs. Felicia
1: Wilson. Mrs. Oh, Mrs. Mrs. Or Ms. Mrs. We got
0: you. Mrs. <laughs> Don't happened? you ever forget it. Please say the, please say to Mrs. <laughs> so, the Mrs. The side note, I've been knowing her for many years before she was married. So this is how I messed it up. So <laughs> <laughs> you, you get
2: presidential it. pardon, Shy. No worries. Presidential pardon.
0: Yes. Legacy, you know. Her and her husband, I know them both, so sorry. Yeah, 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 we go way, way super back. Super back, so. Yeah. Okay, 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 so Miss Wilson, Mrs. (laughs) (laughs) You're doing all right, you're doing good with it. I said that, I'm working on it. Uh, I said said that you were, uh, you have this agency, Zoe Communications Agency, but one thing I do want to give them is some credentials that you have. You have a bachelor's, in PR and advertising and musical theater. Yeah. Can we talk about that, please? Can we please talk about that?
2: Well, I feel like if you know my husband, you know, he has like 15,000 degrees. And so I feel like my two are kind of humble by comparison. I did both of mine at the same time. I did a BS and a BFA just simultaneously. Uh, Not because, like, I'm so clever, but because I knew I wanted to go to school to do musical theater. My dad said, that's cool, but do something else as well. Like, you can do it, but I want you to do something else also. And so I learned about this opportunity to get two degrees at the same time if I took a victory lap. So that's what I did. It wasn't because I went in with great intent. It's not because I went in knowing exactly what I wanted to do. The cards just kind of fell in the right place and i had that little that little noise in my ear from my daddy saying do you something
0: else girl?" <laughs> but you okay but you doing something else they got they have all kind of other degrees you could adopt biology you could no. be a so what specifically mm-hmm. made you pick pr and advertising
2: i think i was taking a class you know those classes that you take as exploration classes i landed myself in one of those exploratory classes and it just start, it sounded interesting. I had a knack for it. And I had professors who encouraged me in it. Um, my mom is a nurse. And so I grew up not loving science. So I knew that wasn't it. And uh, I knew that math really wasn't it either. I had to get a tutor when I was like a junior or senior in college for a statistics class. And my tutor was like a freshman. Uh, so those are not my jam numbers in that way are not my jam science not my jam so i just kind of landed here
1: hmm. gotcha. now okay with it because those are vastly different right you said musical theater that's what you initially is like okay i'm going ahead for musical theater right this is what i'm i want my degree in this you said your dad was whispering the air like that's cool but so that, but you, you you stumbled across this PR piece. But those are vastly different. And I, I hear you saying that okay, there you, you you had you took some classes of some professors and things like that. But I'm trying. I'm trying to put that puzzle together. Like I'm trying to put it together. How did yeah. it all land? Yeah. Think,
0: and it's kind of like, is it vastly different when you think about it? Because yeah. technically, uh, to be into theater is to be into monologue right. to be into words yeah. is to be yeah. into literature is to be yep. into writing. So at some point when you say you had a knack for it, is the knack how did was the knack for it because of the, the communications piece, the writing piece, the literature, was there some type of like what what how did you know you had a knack for it? I think I have a knack for words and story. Uh
2: there are those two worlds live in or those two things live in both worlds. So um I still Exist in all those spaces. I'm directing a show right now um, at a theater here in Dallas, and I just did. I do briefs every week for teens to create uh, commercials as well. So words and story exist in both.
1: Hmm. Wow. So, w- so what I hear you saying is <laughs> there was put some it together, trans- put it together, together. <laughs> right. There were some transferable skills. Right. Uh-huh. It's like okay. I have this love and this passion and desire for not just theater, but musical theater. Sure. Right? Yeah. I love the storytelling or whatever's involved with that. But when my daddy told me I, I needed something else, I was able to find something that still utilize a skill set that I had based on this other passion that I have.
2: Yeah. And that's exactly what i'm saying it took really smart people around me to put that together for me at the time Mm -hmm. i did not have the words the access to words or the experience to put together what the similarities were what i had were professors who said come and see who said explore this Mm -hmm. dig into it i'll show you how to do these things and eventually, long into my career, I realized that there was a collision point. There are some 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 incredible similarities between being like a stage performer and a storyteller, as well as a com- comms expert or comms, whatever. Not an expert, comms professional. Expert. Let's call it that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is this, okay. Side note, ladies and gentlemen, this is how you stay humble. You those of you who are calling yourself experts. Yet she says. Just professional, just specialist. Yet she has an agency. Let's get into the agency piece. Okay, so okay, so along the way, you are you you have these people that are telling you that okay, this is what you listen to this. You have this, your brain works this way, right? The transferable skills. Okay, so at some point, when did you like start being paid for i for for the communication side let's start there
2: yeah i love that you guys say transferable skills like it's a normal thing that you talk about that's cute (laughs) (laughs) i like that a lot uh i didn't start a business on purpose like (laughs) i didn't i became an entrepreneur but i think a little before it was like a cool thing to say that you were an entrepreneur so my company i started it in 2012 is that right? That feels right. So, like eleven years ago, um, and I started because I couldn't find a job. Hmm. I very clearly, after four months of being unemployed, heard the good Lord say, "Use what you have in your hands." Hmm. At the time, what I knew how to do was graphic design. So I knew how to like provide a tangible product. Thankfully, I kind of been out here in these streets doing some other stuff for some people, and so I had access to friends who worked for some cities. So I'd reach out to my friends who worked for these cities. I knew that their graphics were lacking. And I said, hey, can I start making stuff for you? And they said, yes, they had budget for it. And so they could pay me. I'd done a little bit of research to figure out like, what are people charging for this kind of thing? And so for a a little, a long time, not for a long time, for a little bit, ZoeCom was just graphics. It was just like... Postcard, social media posts, newsletters, uh, things of that nature. And, like, think 2012, 2013. We're on, like, one or two social media platforms at that time. Like, we're not all over the place. It was just a couple. So, that's how I got started.
1: Okay, hold on. So, you said you were unemployed.
2: Yeah, couldn't find no job. Just broke out here. And I was a mom. I was a single mom.
1: Wow. So and doing that you was like okay once again i'm going cuz i'm big on i'm big on skills right yeah, sure. so you, yeah. You, know, had, you had this skill set you yeah. was like listen i can do this and i'm noticing that there is a gap or there's something lacking in the these cities that have you know once again cities they always need graphics for stuff whether it's yeah, sure. buyers, brochures just sure. any kind of communications right so it's like mm-hmm. i can Create something for you, provide you a product or a service, and that's kind of how it started.
2: Yeah, 100%. That's but, how it started.
1: How, okay, okay. How does it go from I'm just doing graphics to, once again, ZoeCon? Yeah, okay. I there were. And I, am I getting ahead of myself? No, I know, no, I know no. we got a script, but you know, sometimes no, I gotta no. go off because I'm just trying to, once again, yeah. I'm trying to put the pieces together. That's true. That's true. Go ahead. Go ahead.
2: I, I okay. Had a okay. I'm really curious of your thought. I'll give you a little bit of an answer. I won't stay on it long. I'll throw it back to Shy. Okay. I asked myself a question. I, I was bothered that I did not know if the graphics that I was making were working. So mm-hmm. I, at the time like I didn't know a whole lot about um, like click-through rates, like all of that stuff. It wasn't a part of my thinking. I was just making stuff. But I just started to wonder like are these working if we give this flyer if they pass this flyer out to people in the city are people going to want to come if they see the flyer or if they see it on social media are they going to want to come if they see it on social media are the flyers working hmm. and so then i started going into this deep dive about like what strategy meant, like how to start making strategies so our team expanded by a little bit. There were a few folks who were like, yeah, I'll come alongside of you. I figured that at the time graphics weren't enough. So I had a guy who did photography and videography. I brought on another graphic designer um, and we, and I had another friend who was broke with me for a while. I will never forget her. She went in deep for a minute. <laughs> we was scrapping, <laughs> um, but she had some background in, in advertising and account management. So we kind of just locked arms and started trying to answer that question. Like how do we make sure that the stuff that we're making is working for people? So mm, it, the next evolution of it was just a question.
1: Okay. I, but I love it though. So that, because I'm very big on intentionality. So you, <laughs> you, so you approached it with a level of intention. Yeah. Then you had this question where it's like, okay, I'm, I'm doing this and I know, I know I'm good at it, but just because I know I'm good at it, is it working? Yeah, and as a result of you asking, is it working? Then you started to dive, delve deeper into that, and like, okay, I, I want to figure out if it's working. So, what do I need to figure that out? That's I love it. I love it.
0: I love it it, it sounds. It. it sounds like re, re, you're laughing, like because it sounds real regular, but it's it's kind of like people do things without ever asking themselves, "Is it yeah. working?" Yeah, sure. Right, which is cool. probably how you started doing graphics because they were just making graphics to promote whatever they're promoting, to make announcements about whatever they're making announcements about. But they may not have been, you said they were kind of lacking in some ways. I'm not sure if it was aesthetically or just feeling like you feel pulled into it or whatever, wherever you feel like there was some room for improvement, they were yeah. just doing it that way, right? Until yeah. somebody along and says, these could be improved. And then we were improved. That's a different, that's a
2: different. I mean, I gotta say like, you know, hindsight 2020, I'm looking back, Sam and God really set that up for me because I was not smart enough to know what I was doing at the time. I happened to, so the people that I worked for that were, paying me contractually to do this work, I had a relationship with them because I'd been a volunteer. So I'd mm. sat on like boards and I'd been a part, I was like the young person in the community who got voluntold to be a part of the Chamber of Commerce or be a part of this these commissions that I didn't know anything about. Uh, but I loved being a volunteer. So I'd been volunteering my services first. So they knew that the things that I was do, that I did for them that were free, they knew that they were good. So, when mm-hmm. I then started asking them to pay for the same services, they were happy to do so because I'd offered them for free for so long. And then my name started getting tossed around the community for, you know, you can trust Felicia to do ABCDEFG.
0: Wow. So, R- Ron, you over here, like, <laughs> oh my goodness. Not the Go ahead. It's
1: so, it's so much in probably what you <laughs> And I think a lot of times us creatives, we miss out on that, right? Yeah, and sure. You said, okay, I was volunteering first. Like I was in, I was in these environments. I was in the rooms free of charge. Yeah, I sure. I was there once again. I was there just to offer, you know, my 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 thoughts and my ideations or whatever the case may be. I was just there. But in me being in these rooms, I saw a need that they had, and because not only was I in this room but I was in these rooms with integrity. So my name carried some weight, knowing that Felicia, she does good work, she good people. And then when you started to now present them with an opportunity to fund, you know what I'm saying, the services that you have, they were willing to do it because of who you were Ooh, prior. Praise so, the Lord, yeah. Ooh. Uh, there is a passage of scripture that I live by, and
2: it is a good name is better to be had than great wealth. Favor yeah. is better than silver and gold. Uh, so there are opportunities that I will not take, or that I will like pull back from, or even take the L. Like I will take the L to keep my name. Mm-hmm. Um, as long as like I walk away with my name, it might take a hit. You know, it might take some bumps and bruises. It's not going to be unscathed, but. I'm, I want to try to maintain as much as my name and my integrity as possible. So, yeah, name is really important to me. Or yeah.
0: right. another thing that you said was important that we went by earlier. You said that you was wondering what was in your hand. So you like, OK, I have what's in my hand and where's the need? Where have I been offering free samples? Where can I offer help? Right. But you said that you had done some research on the going price for like graphic designers in that space Mm -hmm. because so you went we went straight into you know the people who are contracting me so you went straight into like contracting right Mm -hmm. which is a whole different because like there are some people who start offering a service and they kind of do it on the individual basis they're working with like people who do you know like hey a fifty dollar uh flyer and a twenty five dollar logo and a So you're saying you were doing graphics, but you were kind of doing like graphic spreads or something because Yeah. Contract. So tell us about that.
2: Yeah. I would just try to figure out and still to this day, I'm usually trying to figure out what the client needs because they normally don't know. So they, I would listen to like what it is that they were trying to accomplish and say, okay, I can, I think you need a B C D E F G, and that will cost about this much. And of course, like I'm thinking, like I gotta make as much money as possible because I gotta pay my rent. <laughs> like, this is yeah. all I have to pay my bills, and right. I have a child. Um, so I'm thinking about like how much can I put inside of this thing so it feels more like a package than it think feels like a like a
1: one off, you know? Yeah. A package. Okay.
0: Yeah. Go ahead. Ron. I know you got a thought. Go ahead.
1: I, I, have a, I have a ton of questions. So. I want to I want to kind of rewind this a little bit, right? Because mm-hmm. I I do not want to miss the fact that once again, you went to school for musical theater. Sure. Right? So uh-huh. you came you came out with a degree in that, but you also came out in, in, with a degree in, in PR and advertising. Yes. So when you decide, okay, I'm unemployed and I am uh I got I got bills to pay. I got a baby, I got a bills to pay. I got bills to pay. So let me utilize this skill set. Did that other side of you, that musical theater side, was that side laying dormant, or no? Okay, was it laying dormant? And if so, how did you deal with that? Because I, am dealing with a lot of creatives, if we not expressing this ourselves creatively the way that we want to create, then we feel some kind of way, and we have some challenges, some some struggles there. So, speak yeah, to that.
2: my drive was just coming from a different place, so mm-hmm. I didn't feel compelled to push myself into musical theater. Thankfully, the opportunities have just consistently come for the past... I graduated in 2006, so, you know, 14 or so. Oh, 17, mm-hmm. 17 or 18 mm-hmm. years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my oldest nephew, my youngest nephew is 17 and I graduated the year that he um, that he was born. So, yeah, for like the last 17 years, the opportunities have just, they've come pretty consistently. So, Uh, My motivation was not like my creativity. (laughs) I got to get out here and express myself. (laughs) That's not Uh, necessary. My motivation was my child. So like it was, I was, I've always been blessed to do the things that I love to do. Um, But I was passionate about making sure that my child was taken care
1: of. Come on.
0: Yeah. So come on. Why? You had you
1: had had a you had a a very, very strong why? Yeah. Um,
0: did you just know that had you pursued musical theater that it would not have paid the same as a hundred percent? Okay. Or yeah, just a hundred percent. Yeah. I or am, didn't really get to it as quicker, like because you knew you yeah. could do and like, no graphics. I can get to this quick. I've already been volunteering here. Was it a matter of speed, or was it a matter of like it just won't pay? I probably won't make as much doing. You know, both.
2: I have a lot of friends, so I would go the Broadway route. I'm a musical theater performer, so our our high is Broadway. There are a lot of musical theater, thankfully, opportunities now in film, but the, the trajectory has been for most musical theater performances, Broadway, uh, that life is tough. (laughs) That is a brutal, uh, fulfilling for many life. Um, I started believing like when I was in my early thirties that if I stayed in Dallas, I could probably like get my fix, get paid well, because uh, theater performers here professionally still get paid pretty well. I don't Mm -hmm. think it's enough for the kind of life that I want to live to be able to to do that exclusively. And by kind of life I want to live, I don't just mean financially, but like in Dallas, we rehearse at nighttime. So it means that I would be away from my kid. It means Mm -hmm. that I would have to like change how my day was structured. And so it was just like, which kind of life would I like to have? Uh, And so like, you just like, you weigh it up and you count the costs and you determine which one is the better buy.
0: right. And I know the reason why I run, why you asked that is because we always figure out when people are multi, um, multi passionate. Yeah. Multi-talented, multi-talented. So how do you uh how did you decide which one to pursue? Like at the time you were hungry and you had a, you had a strong why, but it's like I could easily just go hard after this. Yeah. You know, or I can focus on this. So right. sometimes it's like a matter of it's not that like, hey, I'm deciding I'm not going to focus on theater, it's I'm deciding to focus on on the one that's giving me I'm hopping in a vehicle that's gonna get me there faster, right? I'm yeah. one that's going to so not necessarily that you lost focus on it, but it's like the energy that I'm putting inside of it. Like
2: yeah
0: I'm just gonna put more energy here. So there's
2: some of that I and I've been a big believer of two things. One, I'm I'm a big believer in timing. So in my, the more I've matured, the more I've kind of learned how to just rest in timing. If I don't, I try not to like force things to happen. If it doesn't seem like they're supposed to happen, I don't force it to, but I will continue to like ask the questions and unpack it until I land at a resolve. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm a big believer in timing and I'm also a big believer that the, the answers usually exist around you somewhere. So like if you have to jump way over there, it's not over there. <laughs> You kind of have to like look around you at the time, see what's going on um, and like calculate, consider, count it up and figure out what happens. Now I say that because shy, I, that's all I was doing. It wasn't that I was like, oh, I think this is going to get me there faster. It's that I've done the things that make spiritual and mental sense at the same time. So for me to make jumps into like going hard in the paint Into Broadway, like there's never been a time that that made sense. There's never been a time that like I had the right deck of cards, that the timing was work. It's just never been that way. And I just have never, I've never been the kind of person that's like, I know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna consider everything going on around me, and I'm gonna go (laughs) do something polar opposite of that. That's just not, that's not my mo. So maybe I'm calculated. I
1: don't know. No, that but but you, we you know, have a certain level of self awareness that I think is key in creative preneurship, right? Just I think in, in life in general, but especially if you are creative and you're gonna take on an endeavor of creating a business. So the fact that you have that and you were able to get to this point, I think is phenomenal. But right, um, I know we got and, some other, you know. Oh yeah, no,
0: yeah, and I was gonna say, and on top of that, like you okay, so. You didn't say I'm abandoning this because you said right. earlier that you still do it and you understood that, hey, going to New York's Broadway or going international, Broadway, like that probably was out of the scope for what I have right now. But if I stay in Dallas, which is a pretty large market, I could still make some funds here, but I'm going to put my energy here because this energy is going to give me this lifestyle. So I yeah. don't like the fact that... Yeah. um you just chose where to place your energy based on what you were trying to get out. Um, I also want to bring up something you said earlier. You said this word like all over the place, like I, like it could kind of seem like for people who are multi-talented that they're all over the place. Sure. But uh, but then I like, maybe it's the rapper in me. No, it is. It's okay. It's <laughs> the, it's the to me that says, I like how all over the place can kind of seem like a bad thing. Like you're all over the place with all these different talents but when it comes to what you do right which is we're going to get into that here in a second uh after we take this quick 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 very quick uh break to pay the bills we're going to talk about how you do pr and marketing and you help people what find a niche but then eventually you help them to be all over the place which is probably sure. present marketing right so we yeah. get into, we'll get into that here in a second but first okay. you got something you want to say about that? No, I just want to say, okay, it sounds like fun. Yeah, okay, yeah, fun stuff. <laughs> All right, so we can ready to pay these bills. Give me one second. What's the irony? <laughs> it's because it's us in different color clothing. I mean, listen, we've been doing a lot of talking, and we want to make sure that you have
1: an opportunity to make a statement as well. Because we've seen people make statements with their athletic apparel. We've even seen people make statements as entrepreneurs. Well, one thing I haven't seen is somebody make a statement as a creative entrepreneur. So right, right. what we've done is we have given you an opportunity to make a statement as a creative entrepreneur. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So if they want to make sure that they're rocking that creativepreneur gear, where can they go get that?
1: You can go get that gear from whatstheirony.com. dot <laughs> com.
0: I always think (laughs) it's funny. You love it. You love it. That was uh, the shoulder, right? (laughs) Yeah. Boom. Oh my gosh. So, okay. I said that we were going to be talking about how you are. You have a communications agency, and Mm -hmm. you have a boutique communications agency, and you actually help people to. I'm sure find their story and then put the words to communicate what that story is so they can sell whatever they're selling or serve whoever they're trying to serve. Right. So I'm sure that's how that goes. So this part is for people who are interested in having an agency this, themselves and they're going to take their PR side, their word side, their love for graphics, their love for videography. How do you turn this into an agency? So I want to talk about that. Okay. So let me let you put it in your words. So that's how I said it. But how would you say what you do at your agency? What do you, what do you guys do for people? I mean, I think you did a pretty good job, Shy. Mm-hmm. Uh, well done.
2: It's like you've been hanging out with me for a day or two. That's dope. Slightly been
0: hanging out with you for some years. But anyway, <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. okay, so we take, we help people find their story. You find the yeah. right words to communicate that. Okay.
2: Yeah. Do so use we that?
0: Go ahead. Go ahead. You, I yep. know you started off using video uh, graphics, but then it has expanded. So tell us how, could you say you feel you want to change strategy and how all of that. Mm-hmm. So tell me yeah. Graphics some more.
2: Yeah. So we call ourselves a full service strategic communications company. And we call oh. ourselves strategic communications as a differentiator between like an advertising agency or a marketing company. Um, so both advertising and marketing. Those kinds of agencies operate very differently. Mm -hmm. Um, So strategic comms really does begin with similar to the other ones, but it begins with like, who are you? Why are you here? Who are you serving and why? And we dive deep into that work. And then we also serve as kind of a different kind of client. So a lot of the like bigger advertising agencies and marketing companies, some of the folks that we serve as can't necessarily afford those big agencies. Um, those are fantastic. If you can afford it, they're great. Um, but if not, uh, the, the idea of trying to understand who you are, why you exist and finding the words to tell that story can be costly. It can be time-consuming, and like if you don't have a guide to walk you through it, you'll end up spending a lot of money in a lot of different places without really landing on some on success. Um, so we're a strategic communications company. We've got all the tools in our toolkit when you need them to help you tell your story. Um, so that's that's a little bit of, of of who we are and what we do. Um, our company is named after Zoe, the little girl I was talking about earlier, who's not so little anymore. She's uh, she will be fourteen in September. Uh, it's wow. bananas. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: She's fourteen, uh, but our company was named after her because Zoe was born with Down syndrome. Um, so if you know anything about people with Down syndrome, then you know that many folks with Down syndrome have. Uh, some challenges with communication. So Zoe has helped us to learn how to be really good listeners and she's helped us to learn that everybody doesn't communicate the same way. Um, and sometimes people need a little help to understand what it is that you're trying to say, even as a, a human or a business owner. So she's kind of the foundation of the way that we think about and approach strategic
0: communications.
1: Aww. I love it. I love it because it it's, it's, it's purpose as well, right? It's yeah. like you, you've, you've taken this, this skill set, the talent that you have, right, the formal education that you have, now you have this strong why, but then you were able to merge it in purpose and now you're just doing the thing. Doing the thing. <laughs> we're doing just about the, thing. To say the same thing. Yeah, we're doing <laughs>
0: the thing. <laughs> okay, so, um, that's, so you realize that everybody won't get it with just a graphic, like just sometimes of <laughs> Right. Yeah, we need to get it in other ways. So you talked about earlier, you wound up bring somebody onto the team. Right. Mm-hmm. Which mm-hmm. now you have a team. Um, and so you have you guys are trying to come up with strategies. What are some of the strategies that you're doing aside from, hey, we'll make this graphic to communicate this thing. What, what, what is that?
2: Yeah. So we have like a, the strategy that we have for our company and then we have a strategy that we have that we deploy for various clients. So at this point, we have a little bit of a reputation for the kinds of work that we do. Thank the Lord. Um, So folks usually come to us for one of three things. One, they come to us because they have an event and they need it to run well, look good, be sharp, be branded well, and then they need the event, the brand of the event to match the reflection of their brand itself. Um, mm-hmm. so people come to us to manage that kind of, I'm glad y'all shake your all hands. like, yep, I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So they'll come to us for that. Um, some folks come to us because they need us to be like their marketing, comp- their marketing team. So there are several folks that we work for that we manage all of their stuff. If they need PR, if they need social graphics, whatever the case might be, we're with them. Like we're a part of their team. Um, and they treat us as such. Um, And then the last kind of client is probably my favorite kind of client. It's the one where we dive deep and we get all up in their business. Uh, Mm -hmm. They've been like saying words. They've been doing stuff out here in these streets and like, it's not working. They either have confusion on their teams or they're like putting stuff out in the world and like, it's not working. People are not coming to their whatever or buying their stuff. So we do a deep dive into the words that they're using as well as their organizational structure. And we see where the mismatches are. Um, and sometimes that process takes us like six weeks. Sometimes it takes us six months. Um, so those are my favorite kinds of clients. Um, so for each of those kinds of clients, we have, we deploy different strategies for each, um, but those are really kind of the buckets that we stay within. I
0: don't know if I answered your question. No, no, that that's, that's great. That's, I mean, it, Okay, yes. it does. It does answer the question. <laughs> like, All right. kind of, yes. Yes, I'm going to ask you a more specific question. So okay. at some point, you first started, you had this you, then you had this other person that's kind of helping you work on the strategy. Yeah, for these sure. Different, three different buckets you just described. Like mm-hmm. this person needs this. We need to make sure that they don't just have a graphic for the event. Okay, here, here's the thing that comes to the event, but they need other things. So so you have this. Okay, so you have this person. So at what point do you go from making like hundreds of dollars to thousands of dollars? Right. What like. So you you start in 2012. So by like what did it take like 2000, like three years before you start having other people that you're working with? Or was it like Mm -hmm. quicker? Go ahead. It was
2: pretty quick. Yeah, I didn't mean for it to be quick. Now I had a season where I fired everybody, so like I haven't always just had everybody. There was a season where I was like, I cannot do this, and everybody was gone, and I solo that thing for like two years. Um, so I jumped in. So entrepreneurs, you can have whatever season you need. Yes, <laughs> you have permission to have whatever season you need. So jumped in. It was me for a little bit. Started recognizing these different needs had a team, could afford a team. And the team was there to support the different efforts that we saw existed at the time. Mm. Um, so I was probably 2013, 2014, like a year or two in where I started to collect some additional folks to to work alongside. There was one other person who was full-time with me, one person who was contracted, two people who were contracted, and another person who interned. So we were like a team of four or five.
0: Okay. So oh, four or five. So at this point, are you in like uh, this is two years, you, you started two or three years later, you got uh, an employee contractors and some other. So are you like still in like um, a five figure range in that couple of years or did it like explode and it's like, Oh, we're in a six figure range as a company. Like, yeah. how, were you still like in like, cause you know, co- contracts could be like 5,000 and 10,000 and 5,000 and 10 and 20,000 for, you know, different cities or, you know, so what, where, where are you figure wise in these couple of years? Yeah. The first few years I was tapping on six,
2: like it was right there at the door. That's where we were scrappy. We were super, super scrappy when we started. Um, And then when I realized what kind of load we needed to carry, we changed the way that we structured our contracts. Um, I didn't realize it at first, like just, Remembering our context here, I started on accident. Like, I did not start with, I shall make a business plan and know exactly what I will do tomorrow. I didn't do that, you know? Um, I didn't do that until much later on. So it took a few years, but yeah, we started tapping into six figures like three or four years in.
1: Okay. So you just said something. You said the way we structured our contracts, once we restructured our contract, we were at a place where we were knocking or tapping on it. But once we restruct, so something as simple as restructuring your contracts, puts you over the hump. I need yeah. you to, I need you to elaborate on that. Just cause I, once again, sometimes we think we need these huge quantum leaps. And a lot of times it's just something simple as, yeah. simple as restructuring of a contract. So yeah. speak to that. Well, the, this-
2: So that is different for every scenario. I'll tell you about our specific one. There were a few things that I realized when I looked at our contracts. There were a lot of things that I was not factoring in to the bottom line. Like I was not factoring in the use of equipment. I wasn't factoring in purchasing the photos and the videos. I wasn't factoring that in. I would factor in the, the hard costs to get it done. I wouldn't factor in licensing. So there were a lot of things that like just these little tiny things. I was initially structuring contracts like I was the only person who was working. I wasn't taking the different costs for the different people who were involved into account. So every if you're working in advertising or comms or as a graphic designer, there are a lot of costs to take into account if you're going to find yourself profitable. I wasn't even really thinking about how to factor in profit into my bottom line um, because I was just trying to cover the costs. Wow. So every everybody needs a formula. You got to figure out like, what is your formula? If I want to go from being just A single solopreneur, even a creative preneur to structuring myself more like an agency Every agency needs a formula. You got to have a formula for your bottle You got to have a formula for how you're going to make money. Got to have a formula for your contracts So, uh, yeah, that's the short answer.
1: I don't think that was short. No, No. that's perfect. That's perfect
0: No, that's good. Okay. So when you say Okay, some of the expenses, because we want to think people need to know about that. Like how to when you say licensing, are you talking about like, uh, you know, give us give us some specifics. What what are some of the expenses that someone needs to consider when they're having when they have a communications agency that are. Yeah. You may not realize, hey, this person asked me to do this. I think that it's going to take me this much time and I'm just going to charge them this. There are some other things. What are some of those things that they may be missing?
2: Yeah, the first thing to take into account are all the platforms you're using to make it happen. So are you using Illustrator? Are you using like the Adobe Creative Suite? Are you using Canva? Are you using HoneyBook? Like what are all of these things that you're using in order to make this thing happen? Um, Are you paying rent somewhere? Like are you paying using a corner of your home as an office, and you're using that for X amount of time. Well, that's use of your space, that's use of your electricity, that's use of like your resources. So you have all of these other costs that are factored into ultimately getting this thing done. Uh, But when I say like agencies ask people to help them figure out the formula for their agency because it can start to get really complicated. So if, if I were you, I would at least start by factoring in costs that you understand. So look at all of these places that you might be utilizing to make the graphic happen or make the photo happen or make the video happen and figure out how much you're paying on that every single month. You can add it as a service fee. You can incre- You can slightly notch up the amount that you're using in your hourly fee. Uh, there are a lot of ways that you can structure that inside of your contract. So that's one thing to think about. And if you are making a graphic or if you're making, uh, if you're shooting a photo or a video, does the client own that outright or is that going to be licensed out to them? Are you going to be the owner of it and then they're able to use it for X amount of time for a certain fee? Um, So. so Mm. Lots of lots of things to explore when you're thinking about how much to charge.
0: Got you. Got you. Go ahead, run. You got something. Well,
1: I, no, I mean, because I think that's I think that's key when when it comes to photographers and videographers specifically. Like, I don't know if they know. I know the clients don't know that whoever clicks that shutter is
2: the owner.
1: Is the owner yeah. of that footage. That yeah, hundred so, percent. Yeah, so to be able, like you said, to have that in the contract to where they know, and once again, that might be something to where okay, are you leasing it? If you're leasing it, then it's this this is this is this, this fee. If you're if I'm giving you ownership of it, then it's this fee. But That's knowing right. that that comes with the cost, opposed to just okay, you hired me to come in, I charge $150 an hour, and then I'm giving you everything on my SD card. Yeah, like, no, nah, you missing out on a lot.
2: That's so I'm, right. i glad mm-hmm. you mentioned that. Yeah, you can also agree to a certain number of photos. So whenever our whenever we ask photographers to come to us, if we want to own it outright, we'll say Uh, sometimes we work for our photographers when they don't know how to work for themselves. So we'll say we only want 25 photos, even if you shoot for, you know, eight hours, we'll pay you your hourly. And then we only expect X amount of photos. We want to own them outright. um, And this is what we'll pay for that. So If you don't if you don't have a plan for your work, your client will have a plan for your work and they don't know what they don't know or they do. And they'll negotiate without uh, with more knowledge than you.
0: Yeah. Wow. So when it comes to communication, there are so many different variables like, you know, there's visuals. So that's photography that's videography. And both of those have their own world. And then there is the graphic and like the design aesthetic. And then there is the copywriting, right? And so who's writing the copy that goes on said graphic or said website or on the bottom of the video or et cetera, et cetera. So there are so many different pieces. And I know that you are a boutique uh, so to speak it's strategic agency so you kind of work with people you have these two clients that are like the same and then this third piece where it's like you're really tailoring everything for them so how do you come up with a process like what's your process mm-hmm. of coming up with a process to like make it where you have a so 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 it's not like so all over the place like I'm working with a client, where do I start? I have to start somewhere and I have to get them somewhere. So how do you come, what's your process of coming up with a process when working with people on a custom um, level? Well, I've been doing this for a couple of days. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of the
2: process has come with experience. Um, It comes with a heavy listening ear. So I know what our team can provide. I know what our services are. I know what we do well. And so, my intention while I'm listening to a client is to figure out how do they fit well within our structure? Like how mm-hmm. do they fit well within the things that we our existing process? If I throw our team a curveball and say, "We got this client that is left of center for what we mm-hmm. traditionally do, I have to factor that factor that into our costs because it's going to affect how I pay them or if we're going to have to bring somebody else on for it. Mm-hmm. Um so, I'm trying to figure out the simplest way to answer your question. I guess ultimately one, I've done it long enough to know how to listen. Two, I listen really I try to listen really well to what their needs are. And three, I am not going to create a process that is going that is against the way that our team operates. So, it's not going to be something totally different. If it is completely different then I ask them to go somewhere else or I will say we can do these things for you. Um, but this, this, and this we cannot do. Mm. So um, we we avoid doing the things that are outside of our realm of knowledge.
1: I love it. I love it. Listen, <laughs> I, we I can we I can go on, and 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 we're gonna have to have you back because there's so much more I I want to know. <laughs> but this has been a phenomenal interview. Um, I'm hoping that uh, our, our our audience has gained some value from listening to you speak about just your journey starting off once again like okay i started off here right i was going to school for musical theater my dad whispered in my ear you're gonna need something a little more than that <laughs> yeah I, not only did i listen but then there were other people in my ear that were kind of helped guide me because once again i only knew what i knew and they could see some other things in me that i couldn't see so just the importance of having that coaching and mentorship and things like that and then just Having, uh, I had a necessity, so I had a certain skill set that I that I had, and I needed to, you know, be able to provide for my myself and my child. So I put that I put that skill to work. Um, but even starting off as a volunteer, so just this whole this whole journey, right, and to now you are you have this phenomenal communications company, um. Uh, yeah, it's, i have more. I have I'm mad that it's that the time is gotten away from us I have I have more questions.
0: Okay, so guys. Away from us. We're getting ready to wrap it up, but let's give them some bonus. Give them a bonus real quick. Yeah. Okay, fee. So basically, you said earlier you came up with this whole idea of strategy. How do you like like being like how do I know if what I'm doing is working? Right. Somebody is trying to do a communications agency or any type of marketing, whatever, rattle off a list of tools or sites or wherever that they can go to actually track the effectiveness of what they're doing.
2: Yeah. If you are a, well, any kind of brand can ask their people, they can ask their customers. So if you are an artist, if you are a photographer, if you are whatever, Ask the people around you, ask the people who are buying the services, is the stuff that I'm doing, does it benefit you? So get feedback from your customers. That would be thing number one. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you are in comms, you need to look at your analytics. You need to look at the backside of your website. You need to look at meta platforms. You need to see what the numbers say. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the final thing I would do is I would look at your bank account, (laughs) evaluate the numbers. What are they doing? And I would track, I would literally write down the things that I'm doing month over month. I keep a million notes inside of my notes on my phone Hmm. as I'm like thinking of ideas in the middle of the night. My bank account will reflect whether the things that I'm putting out here in these streets are actually making me money or not. So like is all of it is actually quite simple. It's a matter of evaluation, paying attention to the things that are going on around you and not being afraid to
0: look. Okay, I'm gonna let you off the hook with that. I'm gonna let you go. That was a good answer for how to know your business is working. I was saying how they can know if what they're doing, the work they're doing is working like.
2: Yeah, that's yeah. relative. Like it depends on what kind of work right. they're doing. That's
0: true,
1: that's Yeah. True. yeah. I, I like the fact that she said, definitely surveying or asking your client, right? Cause, cause, yeah. Cause they know. So yeah, definitely surveying. You gotta poll your clients and see. So I like that. But, yeah. Yeah.
2: some people, actually we put stuff it. out there, Uh, uh, are y'all i'm assuming y'all are both musicians yeah i mean i know about shy ron i don't know i see the records back there on the
1: wall i'm assuming that. i I, I, I dabble and dabble in in music production a little bit you know
2: yeah (laughs) yeah. well you guys y'all look at them spotify numbers
1: right
2: you know when you like post something and you can click on the insights to see if people are engaging or not sometimes we have like a fear of looking like we're yeah. just afraid to look at the places that we already know yeah. um so i know it feels like an easy answer job but it's true
0: it, 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 no it is true no you said <laughs> that what you said was true ask for feedback and also check those analytics and meta you know that's both facebook instagram all of those things and once you start checking analytics you'll just start checking analytics so yeah, yeah. the most important one was the numbers don't lie check the check the bank account check the revenue okay i just want to give people a little something extra before we get up out of here i want to say thank you so much for uh hopping on with us uh, unpacking your story and sharing your uh tips and tools for other people who are looking to have agencies and how to like navigate the multi-talented world yeah you got it Ron, you got something
1: no, this was this was great like I said we're gonna have to have you back can, 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 I, can I can I please ask you I'm, I'm getting you here as it's, it's recorded so you know what I'm saying can, can can we can we can we trust that you're gonna come back and and have another episode with us um, in the
2: future? In the words of my daddy, Lord willing, and the creek don't rise. <laughs> I all
0: right. It. And then I actually want to thank uh, those of you who are tuning into this, who watching, who stayed around all the way to this point. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Mind and My Creative Business podcast. We really, really, truly appreciate it. One of the things I like to say before we get out of the podcast <laughs> is a mantra for us to quote. And so here's what I want you to do. I want you to repeat after me. I want you to say this out loud. All it takes. All it takes. All it takes is intention. Is intention. Consistency.
1: Consistency.
0: And laser focus.
1: And laser
0: focus. To mind my creative business. To mind my creative business. then. Thank you guys so much for you know for saying that with us. And we look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Peace.
1: Peace.